0: You're listening to I Heard It on the 806, a podcast by John Bowers. After the First Pastors Conference was successfully held in Havana, Cuba in 2004, the Lord began speaking to John and the other members of the Alliance about doing something that had never been done before, hosting a worship conference at the Karl Marx Theater, the same location where Fidel Castro gave all of his speeches. To everyone involved, This would be an impossible task. But for God, nothing is impossible. Here's John telling the story of the amazing things God did to make this historic moment possible.
1: After the convention in 2004 in Havana, Hector Hunter, Eliseo, and Alejandro Nito again met with me and said, What do you have, what do you believe God has for us next? And I says, Well, gentlemen, I know it's it maybe is mind-boggling, but I believe that the Alliance has such great artists, entertainers, if you would, ministers, musical recording artists. We have, we have so much talent that let's go ahead and put on a gospel concert in the Karl Marx Theater. <laughs> oh, Alejandro threw his head back and threw his hands up in the air at the same time and Total surrender. And he says, John, John, listen to me. I, I, I couldn't believe that we could do the convention in 2004. But if you're saying now there's going to be a concert, that all the more blows my mind. Hector Hunter said, well, one thing for sure. I never thought it would be possible in my lifetime to have a Christian convention in Havana. So, John, I'm in. I support you. I encourage you hear God, tell us what to do, and we will prepare the way and we'll prepare our people to come to the Christian concert that you believe God's going to call us together. Well, it didn't happen year after year after year after year. It just didn't happen. And I prayed, I prayed, and I prayed, and I prayed. Eliseo got sick and uh, died just exactly one year before the concert actually happened. Hector Hunter also passed away. El moved from Havana to the United States and Florida. So none of my three guys were there any longer. And the only contact I really had, other than the 39 denominational leaders, that I really didn't have a personal relationship with, it was public ministry where they all knew me and they all respected me. But to sit down and have coffee and share the intimate parts of my faith There was only one left, and that was Alita Nito, Alejandro's wife, who took over the church. And I shared with her, Alita, I know that Alejandro and Hector and Eliseo were blown away when I shared about the 2004 convention. But they they were on board when it came to the concert, the gospel concert that I believe I heard God tell me was going to be in the Karl Marx Theater. She says, well, John, I don't have the same faith that Alejandro had, but I'm gonna stand and say, I believe you. Whatever I can do, I'll do for you the same way Alejandro would, because I know that Alejandro would be 100% behind you. After all those years from 2004 and 2019, we got the call, come back, they're ready to meet you. I went into Havana again with my interpreter, Ciro Gutierrez, and we met with Cuban officials and the one official said, you've got to get through Victor. He's the head of all programming at the Karl Marx Theater. You need to meet the director of the Karl Marx Theater. Plus, there's three other divisions that you need to meet with. And you got to have permission from all three before Victor will ever okay it. So we set meetings up with the three different entities that we have to be approved by. All three of them were really tough ladies. And when I shared with them about the vision I had, for the pastor's conference, I was being ripped apart by the one that said, this is impossible, we, we would never allow a Christian concert in the Karl Marx Theater. Now understand, as you listen to this podcast, in the flesh, it's impossible. We don't need Jesus if we're only gonna do the possible. We need Jesus and the power of his spirit to, to be activated in our lives when it's impossible. And because this was impossible, all the more I needed the power of God's Spirit. I needed the fire of God's Spirit to touch the minds of those three ladies in those three departments to okay us to have a Christian concert. You can only imagine what I was thinking in the flesh. I was becoming like Hector Hunter, Eliseo, and Alejandro, doubting even. And I heard the Lord say, don't doubt. Trust me. This is beyond you. This is when I can do my best. That night... We had gone back to the Malia Cahiba Hotel. That's where I, I have my headquarters when I go to Havana. And I was sitting with my interpreter and the phone rang and it was Victor, the head guy. Couldn't believe it. Amazing. We'd try to meet with him and he wouldn't meet with us. Victor says, I'm coming to the Malia Cahiba Hotel. I'll meet you in the lobby in a half an hour. My interpreter and I were in the lobby waiting for him and that half hour came and here comes Victor very professional very dignified walked up my interpreter introduced me to him we sat down he says well interesting thing has taken place today and i says well what is that he said the uh, three department heads voted and as you well know it has to be majority can't be two to one or one to three has to be three in favor of such a concert I've talked to the director of the Karl Marx Theater. He met you also. He's all in. All of them are in. I have to make the final decision. My heart was beating out of my chest. I says, well, what's your decision then? He says, well, I've never in 25 years allowed any Christian work whatsoever in the Karl Marx Theater. And here you want a gospel concert. And for whatever reason, I don't understand it, but I'm to give you the Karl Marx Theater and you're to have a Christian concert. He reaches across the table and he stuck his hand out. He says, now, don't shake my hand if you're not signing a contract with me because my handshake is my bond. And when you shake my hand, it's done. I grabbed his hand. We shook. He simply was a delight from that point forth helping us in any way we could, helping us get our visas, helping coordinate everything so everybody stayed at the Malia Kiba Hotel, arranged the transportation for the artists to all move from the Malia Kiba Hotel to the Karl Marx Theater for practice sessions. Oh, beautiful, wonderful, awesome. I called Alita and says, Alita, you won't believe it, we're in. Great joy was obviously overwhelming her. She put the word out to all 39 denominational leaders. Pastor John got the concert. It's going to be 2019. This year, gave him the date, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night. So come Friday night, we're all ready. We're all mic'd up. Soundboards are all tested. Everything's ready to go for a two-hour praise concert. As the curtains open, I'm sitting in a theater that holds 6,600 and maybe there were 800 there. I couldn't believe it. Only 800? Why, how can this be? We went ahead and did the concert, it was fantastic. Alita, Alejandro's wife, was sitting next to me. And I said, Alita, what happened? She said, John, they don't trust the government. The pastors have never been able to get into the Karl Marx Theater. Now, yes, all of those same pastors Went to the 2004 convention, but this is bigger and this is more dangerous. They're afraid that if they come, the doors will be locked, all of them will be arrested, and they'll all go to jail. And that's why they didn't come. So, Elita said after the concert, with tears I mean, great, great, powerful move of God through the concert. She said, I'm going to get on the phone. I'm going to send out runners. We're going to announce to the people to come it's not a trick. The next night, there were more. There was probably 1,200 there, uh, maybe maybe 15. But the third night, the word spread again. And that whole bottom auditorium and into the second tier, there were probably 4,500 people worshiping, glorifying God. If we could have had one more night, we would have packed out. But what was interesting is that Victor came to me after the third concert, and he said, Pastor John, I I just want you to know this was the greatest concert I personally have ever seen. The artists that you brought were absolutely professional, but I felt something here, and what I want to do is have you come back in 2020 and put on another concert. We'd love to have you come back, and this time I want to put you in the amphitheater that holds 65,000. I said, "Why, why would you want us to be in the amphitheater? Because I had specifically heard that the Lord wanted us in the Karl Marx Theater, and that's where Fidel Castro had all of his political meetings. That was his headquarters. And God said, I want you to break down brick by brick. I want you to explode by the power of the, of my spirit with praise in the Karl Marx Theater and break down the walls that have kept the people captive. And so not telling Victor that, not telling the government, that that was the motive of getting the Karl Marx Theater. And when they said, we want to take you to the amphitheater, that was in contrast to what I'd heard the Lord tell me about the Karl Marx Theater. So I said, okay, we'll do the open area for one concert, but how are you going to get 65,000 people there? And he says, when the government puts the word out on television that you're to come, believe me, they will come, 65,000 will be there. And I want you to to do the concert there. And then we'll have you two nights in the Karl Marx Theater. COVID hit then and the conditions were terrible, as all of you would know who are listening today. So we had to cancel 2020. We had to cancel 2021. We're believing in 2022, we will have the second concert in the Karl Marx Theater, glorifying Jesus, worshiping Jesus. I'll guarantee you this. The Karl Marx Theater won't hold everybody, so we may very well have to go two concerts on each night and then the big amphitheater for the third night. Oh, praise God for his faithfulness. Alejandro and Hector and Elisal would have been so excited to see the glory of God fall on the
0: saints of Cuba. You've been listening to the I Heard It on the 806 podcast with John Bowers. Make sure you don't miss an episode by subscribing wherever you listen. To learn more about John Bowers, this podcast, and to find out how you can get a copy of his new book, I Heard It on the 806, go to IHeardItOnThe806.com. This has been an Avenue 153 production.